What is going on, my friends? I know it's been a minute, more than a minute, weeks, maybe months, but I am back with yet another episode of That Arsenal Women Podcast. So much to talk about, so little time. You wanted an Arsenal Women Podcast? Well, guess what? You got an Arsenal Women Podcast. Let's go. Welcome, 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 wherever you're listening from. It is such an honor, such a pleasure, such a privilege to talk to you. I, of course, cannot start this other than by apologizing, which seems to be the common theme in recent episodes. I just have to apologize for not being around, for being inconsistent. And I really, truly apologize because when creating this space, the whole idea was to try to fill a gap in something that didn't exist, right? I don't remember there being Arsenal women specific podcasts. So I set it up. Uh, I, I set myself up to be, you know, to take on the task and try to be that person. But I have failed you and I apologize. And it feels bad because <laughs> due to the current state of the team and the things that are happening, it almost feels like I, I need it. I wouldn't need a podcast to tell me that everything's going to be okay and it's not there. Uh, so I am here for you. I am here for the team and I am here for myself also because this is somewhat of a therapy that I need. And there's so many things to talk about. But before I get started, I want to get uh, serious for a second. As we all know, sadly, uh, June Mead, Beth Mead's mother passed away from ovarian cancer recently. And of course, there's a lot of initiatives to raise money. And Beth is uh, has this campaign with, with Ovarian Cancer UK uh, called Walk in Her Name. And she's raising funds and she's going to walk um, to raise money and awareness. It's a beautiful cause. So if anybody that listens to this is willing to donate over 25 pounds or $25 and you send me a screenshot of that donation, I'm going to give you a free music lesson on any instrument that you choose, whether it's drums, percussion, handpan, we can do bass, we can do guitar, we can do garage band or intro to logic as a digital audio workstation. And of course we can do music mentorship, or if you're a fan of the artist that I have been incredibly privileged to work with through the years, if you have questions, if you obviously with, with confidentiality, and of course I'm not going to divulge anything personal about these people, but if you have any questions about being a professional musician or whatever it is, if you need a friend, if you need somebody to talk to I am here. So make that donation, please help, Uh, Beth and help anybody and everybody that is sadly suffering or dealing with ovarian cancer. And this is something that we can all fight against and make it hopefully a thing of the past real soon. So yesterday I had posted about this and Caroline Barker reached out and she retweeted it. And of course, that means a lot to me. And she's an amazing journalist. She works for Sky Sports. She covers the WSL. Um, and a million other things. And, you know, it's always a, a privilege and a pleasure when somebody in the industry that I respect, um, I, I somehow I'm, I'm able to reach them. So I appreciate that. And she motivated me to restart this 
podcast and I'm trying to figure out exactly how to evolve it and how to make it better and make it a better experience all the time. Uh, maybe one of them is to not, <laughs> not talk so much and be less verbose. So if you, any of you have suggestions of what you would like to hear, what you would like to see, would you like to see, you know, after the whistle type of shows? Would you like to, you know, me to try to interview players? And believe me, I've tried. Uh, so anything that you want, I am all ears. I'm trying to, to incorporate the things that I love and, and, and so on and so forth. So speaking about things that I love, I have to say that I love the club. I support them. And the, the negativity that I have once spoken about in on, on social media that I have seen in social media, it has managed to creep itself back in. And it's I'm not saying it's, it's excusable, but what I'm saying is it's understandable due to the fact that we are not playing at our best. And to me, there are several things. And in the past, I have been trying to stay away from being critical or talking about anything specific regarding tactics and stuff like that, A, because I'm not a professional, and B, because that's what a lot of other podcasts do. But I do feel that there are a few things that I... It's not that I have a problem with, but I do think that could be or should be addressed because sometimes I'm watching the team and I have no clue what Jonas is doing. And that doesn't mean that I do know what he should be doing. I'm saying, like, I don't understand what's happening. And I don't mean that from a judgmental point. It's just, frankly, me, like, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't understand it. So one of them has to do with departures. Uh, Jordan Nobbs and even Mana Iwabuchi, which I know has divided opinion in the past, but I think that from what I can see from my perspective in my tiny footballing brain, sometimes what we have needed is to unlock defenses, and I think that's bread and butter of what they did. And specifically talking about Jordan, her shooting from outside the box being on target most of her shots uh, that's something that we need and miss and at this point and i mean this with the most respect to all, all the forwards that we have i would take jordan knobs on one leg in front of a goal one-on-one -on -one, more than stina or you know uh, caitlin or uh hurtig at this moment in time not because i think they're not good just because they're just not producing and that's what we need. And sadly, uh, the, the title might be a little too far gone at, at this stage. But who knows? We'll see what happens. So that is something that, that you know, I, I should have paid tribute to Jordan before she left uh, or right after she left. And this is something that I will try to do and try to have some guests to, to speak about her because I know there's a lot of people that, that respect her um, so much like I do but know much more about her than I do. So it would be great to to have that happen. And I just think that there have been a couple of um, departures recently with, with DVD and Jordan that I would have felt, I would have liked there to be more gracious and, and have more love in general. And I think they deserved better as a whole. Um, so that is one thing, sort of club off the pitch, so to speak, even though it has to do with that. So that's one thing that, that sort of sticks out. The other thing that I am having a really hard time comprehending is why Katie McCabe is not starting. I really, really struggle with this. And I struggle with it to the point where I am doubting if Jonas is the right person. 
that's how much I love Katie McCabe and that's how much I am sort of, I would die on that Irish left-footed goddess of a footballer hill, okay? I I rate her so very highly and I believe that um, she is such a massive part of the, of the team for numerous reasons, right? If you look at what she has done with Ireland, it's historic and that's not hyperbole. This is a fact. It's historic what she has done. Obviously, Luis Quinn and many other players. But what, what Katie has done as a captain of that team, almost single-handedly getting them to the World Cup, is just the most beautiful thing. And I'm so very proud of her. And you have to have so much character and ability and resilience and just tenacity to be in that position that, to me, not only is it outst- in- incredible, in, in like I, unbelievable in in the negative sense that that she's not starting, regardless of her form. Honestly, um, I find it very almost like I wouldn't say insulting, but I, I think it it misses a lot of of uh, what we need, or, or or her lack of involvement misses a lot. Because I do, ha- and I've said this in the past, I see her as a what sort of the what what women's football is going to become uh in many in in a few years the tenacity the ability the 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 bite the fight all of that that she has and no other player on the team has it to in my opinion as pronounced as hers and we need that we definitely need that i don't think uh and i mean this with love and respect obviously minus beth and and uh, and viv I don't think any team is scared to play against any of the forward team uh, players, right? They're not scared of them. They uh, Victoria Pelova doesn't bring me any sort of uh, intimidation whatsoever. Neither does Stina or Caitlin. You know, they don't. They don't seem to have that. I'm not saying they're not good. I'm not saying that they they don't have fight. I'm not saying that they're not committed. Please do not. Misconstrue, misconstrue my words. What I'm saying is that extra fight, that extra bite, that extra something that Katie, excuse me, that Katie provides, I think it's infectious. I think it can be contagious and we need it. We need it so desperately. So I don't comprehend neither from a personnel standpoint or a tactical standpoint. I do not understand. I have spoken with, with friends about it and they talk about the link up play between, um, other players in the team, but to me, the I rather sacrifice another player than Katie McCabe if that is the case. You know what I mean? If like if she's playing in a position where she's not gelling with X player, well, get another player and just have Katie there. It, it's just a non-negotiable, right? Um, like a Leah Valti, like a Kim Little, like a Leah Williamson, and like a Rafael. Speaking of that, this is another uh, point of contention that I want to kind of speak about in in yes i i sort of claim to be mr positive but i have um in the past criticized um wuben moy and uh, almost because of the sort of same uh, the same sort of um bite in in confidence that i get from katie when she's on, on the pitch i get the opposite from from wuben moy i don't feel um very confident or 
at all, really, when, when she's um, playing in the back. And especially if, if we're going to play Le uh, Leah Williamson, uh, Williamson, excuse me, um, farther up the pitch, um, I, I just don't think that there's enough quality there for me to feel confident. We've seen it many times with mistakes that she's made. And I don't like it. And I rather have other players. I rather have Leah Valti there and have Wuben Moy play farther up the pitch. And I still believe that she is a very good player. I just don't think that being a center half is the or a center back the 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 perfect position for her. I have no idea. I'm nobody. I play drums for a living. Like this is not me telling anybody what to do, and I'm not downplaying her or uh, minimizing her. Um, I'm just saying that if it were up to me, I would shuffle things slightly differently. Now, as far as the current run of results, the loss against uh, Chelsea, I don't think there's a lot to, to talk about other than for, my, for me, I was extremely proud of the team and I was so impressed by how we played and how we dominated and what we showed. And having Katie there, having that center back partnership, um, I just thought it was outstanding. And even though, yes, we didn't score and we missed a couple of sitters um, that I thought were musts, um, you know, I'm overall fairly confident about uh, Sunday's Conti Cup final, to be completely honest with you. I feel that if um, even if we have the same 11, I feel very confident that we are going to win. Um, hopefully the, the loss galvanized the team and they, they were like, okay, we just got to take our chances and we got to do better. And yeah, I'm honestly very, very confident. And I, um, I look forward to some silverware because it, it, all things considered, it's going to be a very, very, very hard run in, uh, you know, to, to the end of the season. And I don't really know, you know, exactly where we're going to pick up some of the points that we need to, to be there or thereabouts, uh, uh, you know, regarding the title. And of course, being second is paramount to get to the Champions League. Regarding the Champions League match against Bayern Munich, I will talk about that at a later time, uh, another episode. So yes, my friends, this concludes what um, I wanted to sort of do a roundup of. And again, please donate to the Ovarian Cancer Foundation. Please reach out if you do so I can give you a lesson and help incentivize more donations if that is even possible. And last but not least, like I've said before, please tell me anything that you want to hear, anything that you want me to do. Do you want me to do Twitch streams instead of this? Do you want me to do YouTube shows so they remain on YouTube? Do you want these to be on YouTube? I am all ears. All I want to do is grow and continue my quest to one day work in women's football somehow, some way. I love all of you. Thank you for listening. I appreciate you. Keep the faith. Keep the positivity. Keep the optimism going. We got this. And remember, if you ever need to talk to somebody or you're struggling with life as an Arsenal women supporter, I got you. We're here. We are here. Congratulations to Beth and Leah uh, Williamson for uh, being named the, the FIFA Best 11. And I'm not even going to talk about Beth not winning because it's just not worth it because it's absolute BS. We'll talk again soon.